1: Fellas, what's good? Ladies, what's shaking? It's your boy Flaw700. Welcome back to the 700 block. New listeners, welcome to the block. We got a corner store. It's around the corner, though. We call it Manuel's. You know, every corner store got a name. Ours was Manuel's. <laughs> listen, go cop you a cheese steak, some cheese fries. Go get you a 50 cent CNC soda. Hey, listen, bring me back a pineapple, though. And we be right here chilling on the block don't forget to subscribe to itunes listen and leave a review and for those out there that care i do got my own app in the google store and the app store just search for the 700 block podcast last but not least visit theblock700.com to see what i have going on now i have a special guest on the block with me today I want to introduce y'all to the senior editor for Complex, Chris Davenport. What's going on, man? What's poppin', man? How you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you coming. You you, you big time. I, I mean, don't. I, I'm not I'm not going to put all that
2: out there, but you know,
1: <laughs> I, I, I work. I work. All right, well, listen, I, I appreciate you coming to chill with me. It means a lot. Right. Before we get into what we came to do, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just the last week's Dope and nope came from D.E., um, like I said last week, he's part of the Danny and Cleo show. It's a podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe to them. Check them out. Um, the results are in and 94% said it was dope. That's what's up. That means like one person just might've just been hating <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like, yo, let me click this note. Cause I like, Best I want to know. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Like I can say <laughs> if it was like 60% dope, 70 or 80, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. A few people wasn't feeling it, mm. but when you 94%, that's dope. One person <laughs> came in. One person was just like, "Nah, I don't think so." I want to know who that one person is. It, listen. Could, it could have been somebody
2: that pissed them off, like back in mm, the day, hey, and they ooh, were like, "You know what? I don't, don't even want to listen to the song. Let me just hit the." Yo, on that. A,
1: remember in high school, <laughs> <laughs> you took my, you took my butter crunches. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Payback from way back, man. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to de. He got ninety four percent saying it was dope. Word. Um, this week. We have an artist, Nevlac Lamage. If I said it wrong, at me, bro. Um, he's from Brooklyn. And he's also the co-host to the Always Right Podcast. Um, the track is called Thoughts some Thinking. Now, to vote for this track, make sure y'all hit up hashtag 700blockpod. Once again, hashtag 700blockpod. I'm going to play this track at the end of the show. So please, um, after you listen to uh, what me and Chris got to say, stick around for the track. Uh, go to Twitter and vote. Now, Mr. Uh, Chris, um, before we get into your favorite people that you've interviewed, I think the one that stuck out to me was like, oh, my God. I think you did an interview with Bill Goldberg, right?
2: Yeah, I did talk to Goldberg. Uh, Shout
1: out to the wrestling heads that yeah. know who Goldberg is. I think everybody should know who Goldberg is. It man. was
2: it was legit. I want to say it was the the Tuesday right after he returned on Monday Night Raw yep. when they was in New York. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. We filmed the whole segment uh, skit and everything with uh, him busting through our bathroom like he would be going going
1: to the ring in the show. Right, that's dope. And and you've you've interviewed Michelle Ali. If I said it wrong, please correct. Me. Mahershala. Mahershala. Ali. God damn it!
2: <laughs> it's it took me. A <laughs> to figure out how to pronounce his name. Let me tell you
1: something. He's Cottonmouth. Yes, he's Cottonmouth. I don't give a goddamn what his name is. Yes. I'm still mad they kill him off like that. Like Fact I'm like show. okay, like Luke Cage is fire. Yeah. But I was feeling Cottonmouth. Just, yeah, yeah. He, that, he he up to something. The
2: the first half of that series was fire. And it was because of his performance.
1: Right, and then they kill him. I really thought they were going to bring him back as like a super villain.
2: Something. Yeah. yeah,
1: I, yeah. I I just never seen that. But then he went off and did Moonlight. Mm-hmm. He was also in um, Hidden Figures. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. I guess he went on to do greater things
2: well it's one, it's one of those things where I think he did like a bunch of stuff at one time and it just happened to all ring off last year and do great for him so you know shouts out there and he used to be a rapper Say a word. he used to be a rapper he's from LA or California his uh, rap name was King Ali you know like Dilated Peoples and all them like the real like West Coast lyrics. I gotta hear it. Yeah, yeah. If you go online and search uh Mahershala I did a piece on it on Complex actually, uh about Mahershala Ali being a rapper. He's got he's got some bars. I got it here. West
1: yeah. Coast type bars or is he is he? Uh, it's
2: like it's like a little lyrical miracle type stuff. Oh, okay. you know. It, I mean he, for for what he does, he was pretty ill. Like, I'm not gonna Yeah,
1: run. I mean listen, back in the day, if you rhyme lyrical with miracle, you was the man, dog. Come on, <laughs> man. He was like, damn, he just said lyrical and miracle. He just <laughs> man, You can't say that now, nah, man. But back in the day, damn, he's the hottest dude out. He yeah, just that said lyrical show, yeah. and miracle. <laughs> um, name um, what are some other like like what are your favorite um people that you've interviewed?
2: Uh well like if you if you watch that show Preacher or saw that movie Loving, I talked to the main woman in there, Ruth Negga. Okay. Um she she's just a phenomenal actress and it's like a really cool person to talk to. Um, shit, I've talked to everybody from that that dubstep producer Skrillex to uh, uh, Rob Liefeld, the guy that created Deadpool. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's been a mixed bag over there. It's been, it's been a lot of different people. I, I talked to Roman, yeah, I talked to Roman Reigns a couple years ago.
1: I seen him in the gym. What? <laughs> I seen him in the gym. He, he walks in the gym. This is one of they um, Trent House shows. Mm, and mm. I think um, Bray Wyatt walks in first. Mm. And this guy with a beard, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, who's this Who's this big guy? Yeah. Like, are you really go? you really come to work out? You look fat and out of shape. Because, you know, you be judging people in the gym. Word, right. So, so, I'm in the gym. I'm doing my, my chest work out. And this big dude with a beard just walks in. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah. Then Roman Reigns walks in. I said, oh, oh, that must have been Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah, this yeah. is Roman Reigns. Mm. So I'm like, oh. So I'm in the group chat. I'm like, dog, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt just walked in. <laughs> they like, nah, you got to prove that. <laughs> so now I'm sitting here. I'm going to get this picture with this man. Because if, if he gets disrespectful, I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I might yeah. just have a problem with that. Word. So I'm I'm shadowing him the whole time. It's like, <laughs> I'ma catch him. I'ma catch him in like a vulnerable spot. Uh, and I guess they was they were new to the area. They didn't really they. know the gym, so he spent most of the time walking around seeing what they had so I'm like so I just walked up and I'm like yo man can we make this picture real quick first off if you want to take a picture with a celebrity make sure the camera is already on word yeah yeah don't oh let me get my app let me put my fingerprint on it no make sure that the camera is already rolling The time is money and um, he was like cool he was like sure and I took the picture with him and you know shout out to Roman Reigns for that um, that's what's up yeah so yeah you know man,
2: look at you you talk about me look at you
1: I am <laughs> somebody <laughs> word, word yeah so shout out to um, Roman Reigns Reigns, and Complex no longer makes magazines it's just straight um internet right Yeah Online.
2: yeah they're um I mean they've been they were going from like a bi-monthly to you know it was like the 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 world of making print magazines especially you know in in our circles is, is dwindling so they've been shifting their focus more to video and they kind of just cut the magazine I guess I mean, we're in March. It's been about three months. It's about the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. But, I mean, they, they were already rolling on YouTube, and uh, video's only getting bigger and better, so they, they moved at the right time. I don't really.
1: know, man. I'm, I'm not going to complain, mm. but it's just something about magazines and something about going to the store to buy actual CDs and tapes, Of man. course. Yeah. I, I just miss those days, yeah, man. Yeah. It meant something for that cover. Word, now, Word. there's no cover no more, right?
2: Well, it's, it's, it's what they actually just started doing... Um, digital covers it, it looks like the cover of the magazine okay. it goes up online they, they started the first one with Chance the Rapper but it ended up being that plus like a 30 minute video of a conversation between a okay. uh, editor in chief shouts out to Noah Callahan Beaver him and uh Chance the Rapper had a a dope dope conversation, you should check it out, but yeah, they're going to still have the cover image, but you know, it's not something you can grab in stores or anywhere anymore.
1: Yeah, because the covers of magazines and albums would like, just sell it, like if you didn't really know who something was, or you wasn't really a big fan of a certain magazine, but if somebody was on the, he's on the cover, you're interviewing him? You already know. Yeah, it's like, okay.
2: Well, I wanted, I mean, because you talk about buying CDs and tapes, and that's what always kills me is, uh... Now, everything's on iTunes. If I love a beat on a track, I gotta search Wikipedia. I gotta yeah. go to like Twitter yeah. and figure out just to find out who was the producer. You Pro- know, that's, that's what I
1: hate. Production was the best part of the album to me. Like word, when word. I opened up my CD, I went to the credits to see who produced it. Exactly. And I'm gonna say, um, we also got a segment on here. We're gonna do our top five Biggie songs. Mm-hmm. And one of his songs made the list just because of the person who produced it. Facts. That, so, that makes sense. We're going to get into that, but what we're going to start off with is our favorite diss tracks of all times. Uh-oh. Now, these are our favorites. Yes. That does not mean that these are the greatest ever. No. So, no. if you want to make a list of your own, please do so. Matter of fact, use hashtag 700blockpod and make your top 10 diss tracks of all times please, in your word, opinion. Word, word. Mine's is going to be the best, <laughs> but you can go make yours. Now, we'll see about that. How do you want to start this? Do you have the entire list of all the songs that we had to choose from? I have the entire... You want me to just read off what's Read there? the entire list, and then we're going to pick our 10.
2: All right, bet. Um, we had Nas's Ether, Jay-Z's Takeover, Back to Back by Drake, No Vaseline by Ice Cube, uh, Second Round Knockout by Cannabis, Tupac's Hit Em Up, Remy Ma's Sheether, uh, Dr. Dre's Dre Day, uh, Real Motherfucking G's by Eazy-E. KRS-One's The Bridge Is Over. Uh, 50 Cent's Piggy Bank. Corrupt's Calling Out Names. There's a lot of damn songs on
1: it this list. <laughs>
2: uh, Pusha T's Exodus 23-1. Roxanne Shantae's Have a Nice Day. Drop a Gem, Gem on them by Mob Deep. jay z Super Ugly. Tupac's Bomb First. South Bronx by the Boogie Down Productions. Two Eminem tracks, The Sauce and Nail in the Coffin. Uh, 50 Cent's Back Down. Common's The in You. And the Dog Pound's New York, New York.
1: Woo! That's a a, a pretty solid list of of diss tracks to go through. And we know that there's a bunch more. There's a bunch more. We're going to pick our top ten out of this bunch.
2: Word, word. Do we want to go ten to one? Back and forth? How you want to...
1: We can go your ten, my ten. All right, and bet. why we put it at that number? All right, bet. You cool with that? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. You want me to go first? You gonna go first? Let me go first. All right, bet. Let's go. I'm gonna go with real motherfucking G's at number wow. ten. Easy okay. E. I'm gonna tell you why. All right, I know Easy E don't write his raps, of course, but the flow and voice that Easy has captured me. I mm-hmm. believe mm-hmm. and. Once the N.W.A. movie, you know, came out and played or whatever, I think Mm. we all went back and listened to more N.W.A. music. Of course. And that song stuck with me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And furthermore, everybody and they mama told you Easy e was... A real gangster, yeah, type yeah. of dude. So when he said these things, it was like, okay, I sense. I gotta believe what he's saying because he's Easy E, he's the leader. You know what I mean? He's he's the shortest dude, but he's the big dog. Mm, you know, mm. to me, I always looked at Easy E as the big dog. And if Easy E said it, you know what I mean, it must be true. I like the flow, I like the beat, I like the hook, and I will play that song this or not. <laughs> it could have been a it could have been a regular sixteen, word, and word. the beat is fire. And what he was saying was fire to me. Word. So Did I feel you. On I that? got real. Motherfucking Gs.
2: I'm not mad at that. Number (laughs) 10. Not mad. I mean, it's one of those things where like uh, easy... It was, it was cool to see that with, like, Dre Day and all the stuff that had been going on to yeah. talk about NWA breaking up and Dre being like, you messed me up, my money, that he didn't just play to the side. He actually came out with a full track and was like, Bet, yeah. you going to talk this about me? You going to have my man running around on the screen looking like me? We going to really put, it, put him right. on and show you what he the time is. could
1: have been a CEO big boss move. Like, you know what? I'm going to just take you to court. And exactly. Sue you and just, but he really, you're right about that. Yeah,
2: yeah. um I get my number 10 shotting South Bronx by Boogie Down Productions. Mm, gotcha. I, mean, it, I, I I noticed I was going through this list finalizing it yesterday, realizing that uh, I like when people bomb first. Gotcha. And Shan came out and was like, "Fam, you know, Queensbridge, Queensbridge. This is what was going on." And I remember I watched the Nas dot not too long ago, and Nas said that uh, um, when when MC Shan was talking about Queens, he w- he was like, "Damn, that's what really yeah. you know made me want to shout my town out too." And how he was feeling when South Bronx came out, like, oh, this y'all really talking about hip hop coming from gotcha, over there? Yeah. Now nah, we, and I mind you, you know, KRS, he didn't throw like a lot of shots. It's like two, three verses on that. It's not like it's bar heavy, right? Yeah. Chance specific, but it was dope to see him, you know, talk about, oh, your your stuff was whack, you know, yeah. and you know, put, put those little that that you stuff. Sound in just it. like actually, I, <laughs> I, 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 I try, you know, <laughs> and and just the fact that like. This was one of those diss tracks that's like, oh, not only did he go at dude, but this is a track that made KRS, like, start to be a real name to people that, you know, whether you were from New York or, you know, wherever you really heard right. it, you really took notice to him because of the way he came off on that, so.
1: Okay. All right. I ain't got no problem with that. Because, right. like you said, he, he struck. He didn't have to go that route. He didn't have to. But he said, you know what? You know, and I think KRS One still writes diss this this, this records to everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My number nine... I'll go with The Bridge Is Over okay. by uh, mm-hmm. Boogie Down Productions. Yeah. Why? Um, that song came out 20 years later, and I think 20 years later, that song still gets burned. And yeah. when it comes on, if you from Queens, you don't like it, but everybody else, I think like, dog, like Word. they really, you know, put the nail in the coffin with that one. And mm-hmm. that was like the... The, the victory for them. Word, like this word. was their winning battle song, and it kind of, like, stamped them forever, man. Word. So my number nine is The Bridge is Over. Word. The Bridge is Over. The that, that is I over. was going
2: to say, the beat to that one is just amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I can hear it in my head right now. I'm like, damn, We well, might have to pause this and just, <laughs> so I can go listen to it right now. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned Eazy-E earlier talking, clapping back at Dre. My number nine is Ice Cube's No Vaseline. Ah. Only because... It's one of those. I mean, he he didn't have to really go in on them. It wasn't until they did whatever that uh, that hundred miles of running EP yes. when NWA really got at him. He was like, "Oh word, you know, I've been I left the group because I didn't want to deal with y'all. But y'all got you know y'all got issues with me. Y'all want to put it on wax, which was kind of stupid because aside from Ren, it's not like the, the rest of them were really right. lyricists. Um, but Q went in. Cube went in. It, 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 it's not. It's known as like a scathing. I think they call it diss track. I think I've heard, you know, harsher bars, yeah. you know, in the years coming. But, I mean, that, that's one of the ones. At that time, Yeah, that, that was, was one of the ones, ooh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, that was your number nine? That was my number nine. My number eight, man, I had to I had to think about putting this on. But I did it because it was a shocker for me. And I ain't going to make you wait no longer. Drake back to back.
2: Wow, wow.
1: Um, I just didn't think he had it in him. Now, mm, I know mm. he this common before. Yes. And I know he's the king at subliminals. Mm-hmm. And he, this is everybody. Mm-hmm. But when he did back to back and he actually won a battle, I just had to give him credit for that. Word. You know, I think that was it is I think I think Charlemagne God says like one of the top three disc records. And I don't agree with that.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't put it that way. I hard. don't
1: agree with that. But back to back, man, it it in a time where it was dry, he gave us life. Um and we was mm-hmm. like, you know, black Twitter family for a few days, but back to back, because, you know, Drake just came and he actually beat a quote-unquote battle rapper
2: that was the best part that was the best right part. And uh, he's
1: an r&b singer yeah and he's going to any like put it like this an r&b singer beat a philly battle rapper because that's who meek mill was before he got signed Word, and, and, hey. keep,
2: and i guess keep in mind too that the whole key was that he had already dropped a disc on meek and meek didn't respond so he came back what a couple days later and l- literally went back to back on him with this track and The best part about back to back, in my opinion, is that uh, it wasn't so much that oh we didn't think he had the bars in him or whatever. It's the fact that he made it something that rang out in the club. You know, boss bitch's wife and Nick like that—that people still sing that just to (laughs) sing it. And and I wonder how
1: bad Meek feels every time he has to hear that. I bet he won't get no boss bitch again.
2: (laughs) I mean, she going now, so yeah, Yeah, he ain't getting no boss bitch. It's a wrap for that. Mm. Um, My number eight and. I know some people might put this track way higher, but I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. Um, but I respect what he did. Tupac hit him up. Ah, what the fuck? All right, I, I got, <laughs> I got to. I got it's Woo! it's again. I mean, if we're gonna go to lyrics, okay. I look at the Nas's of the world, the Eminems of the world. As you know, it, when they're battling somebody, I feel. Like damn! Not only did you take your your your, your emotions, yeah. but you put them in witty ways, you know, to make me think that. And that really sounds slick together. Pac, Pac went straight off emotion, like you know there was there was yeah. all types of anger there. I wasn't as big a fan of the beat, yeah, you know, and I and Junior Mafia used the same, and they flipped it a little better when um, Get Money came out. Okay, but I mean, just in terms of. Uh, just like raw energy and all that, I feel like you know Pac has to be on here. And plus, you know, I'm just a bigger Biggie fan than I am Pac. So you know, you you talking that slick shit about you know one of my favorite MCs? Like no, nope, I don't like it. But but, but respect <laughs> the Pac. You know, yeah. if, if if you're gonna if you got the time to go into the studio and just go, I'm gonna get all this angry stuff off me. You need to make something that's better I, than hit me up. I think hit, hit him. him up.
1: I think hit him up was like a song that he probably regretted because, like you said, it was all emotion. Word. I word. think after it was, he's like, "Oh man, why did I say all of that?" A, it was a lot. Yeah. That's a that's a because it wasn't bars. It was like like you said, like you say, all emotion. Mm. And when you're dealing with emotion, you calm down. You're like, okay, I might have went a little too far, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and,
2: and, I mean, and, and then when you look, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You see stuff like that, then turned it, you know, a couple years later, you know, both him and uh, Big and Pac are gone. So it's hard to uh, not put that spin on. And be like, damn, you know, I wish they kind of. Backed up just a little bit, but yeah, that's
1: my number eight. My number seven, I'm gonna go with common and it's the bitch in you because, um, I think Ice Cube, Mac 10 and them thought they was dealing with a sucker. Facts, I think that they were trying to bully a nerd, yeah, and common came out swinging, and I and I think it caught them off guard. I, I think they tried to pick on Mr. Softy, right. not saying common is, but I don't think they knew what they was getting into. Facts. And Facts. that's why Common is my number seven because he came back and he came back swinging. I understand so.
2: that. Yeah, and, and I think, too, uh, you know, like you said, you think uh, Drake did have a couple bars for Common, but that was the first time anybody really tried to clap at Common yeah. since, you know, um, uh, West Side Connection really came at him. So that just speaks to the power of the track. You yeah, know what I mean? right. Um, My number seven... I had to put an Eminem song on here. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if people remember Nail in the Coffin. He had... A, it was one of the tracks that was in the uh, the back and forth between Eminem G- and... and G.U.A. Z- when It was like Benzino from The oh, Source. Oh, the Source, When gotcha. it was going right, back right. and forth. I think... This, I mean, this was literally like the last song that he did speaking right to Dude. And it was just... He just went all over. I mean, it's one... Of, like, again, you know, the, the, the track is cool. The instrumental is cool. But it was just the way Eminem wrote it. And he... <sighs> just bars on top of bars you know he was talking about like you know if you were a gangster you know you should put the mic down you should be out killing motherfuckers right now like it was just so many dope lyrics in that and i mean fact of the matter is Benzino wasn't really a rapper like that Yeah, Benzino was trash yeah he was trash anyway so he's really you know <laughs> throwing rocks at a skyscraper you feel me but uh you know eminem really did his thing on that and i think when it comes to Eminem's diss tracks. That might be the top one for
1: for me. So if you haven't heard that, go to your Google's and YouTube and look up Eminem. Nail in a coffin. Word. I word. might got to go back and check that one out. I listen to them all. Word. You know, word, but word. you know,
2: that that was that. That's it's just the way he he,
1: he yeah. put his bars together on that one for me. Man, number six. I didn't. You know what? Remy Mashi Wow. 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 <sighs>
2: okay. Okay.
1: I wasn't going to put it on. I hear the people already talking <laughs> this episode ain't even up yet and word. I hear the people already talking let me explain let me explain yeah, yeah this song do. was not going to make the list word but god damn it seven minutes of fury of pain word. of bars I can't ask for anything more um ether to what people may think was the poison that helped Nas mm-hmm. win the battle mm-hmm. When you make a song called Sheether, Word. it has to deliver. And I think that it did deliver. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't an original track. She yeah. can't, you know, she couldn't copyright it. It mm-hmm. had to get taken down. Mm-hmm. But I really think when you want to finish off an opponent, put it like this. When you play football yeah. and somebody says, You just got mossed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki Minaj got Ether. Facts. Yeah, so yeah. Remy did her job. She did her job. When you name a song Sheether, Mm -hmm. you need to finish off or kill that person. (laughs) And that's why when you hear diss records, they say, but was it an ether? Yeah, yeah. Did they get ether? Did you get get ethered? (laughs) Nicki Minaj got ethered. Yeah. And it's killing her slow. Ether will kill you slow. And I think Sheether is killing Nicki Minaj slow because the way she's just reacting. You know what I mean? With these songs, Mm -hmm. with these tweets, with these posts. Like, she's not acting like herself yeah, and I think it's yeah, bothering yeah. her that some random chick that she believes yeah. is people think is on her level and I really think Sheetha is killing her slow and I think that it's on my list at number seven no number six because mm-hmm. it's doing its job
2: yeah yeah so. I think um, it's one of those things where I mean I it I remember when we were talking about, you know, the actual list of songs. I was kind of like, "Damn, it just came out, Bob." Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, I'm spoiler alert, it's not on my top 10. It's right on the outside right, though. Okay. Um and it's it's just
1: we get flack for that.
2: No, it's 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 one of those things though. When she dropped, I remember because it was it wasn't that long ago, and yeah. it was it was what a Saturday afternoon. A Saturday, you right? You it, got that right. It came out, and I was sitting <laughs> there. I was on my laptop, and I'm just looking at Facebook. Every other post is, "Yo, did you hear Remy? Even if you liked it, or didn't like it." The one question was is Nikki going to come back at her. And the conversation was damn, Nick, Nikki took a week, week and a half before she said anything, yeah. you know, in a song about it. And you know, that says something when when somebody can you know, get 7 minutes.
1: Yeah. And if it, it every was every bar. It, she didn't take <laughs> off. She said, "Lemme go get my drink real quick. Hold on, hold on." Even Nas was like, "Let me put my ashes out real quick. Yeah, hold yeah, on." Nas yeah. took a little break. She didn't take a break. Word. Word. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong with that. You're not wrong with that. Um we spoke about it earlier. You had it, I believe, at eight or nine. I My number six is uh, Drake's Back to Back. Yeah, that was my eight. Okay. That was your number eight. It's one of those things where I, I was going to have it higher at first, but some the weight of some of these other songs is too much. But I think, you know, like we said earlier, the key is just when you're thinking of Drake being the singing dude. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, regardless of if he wrote them or not, you know, whoever put the pen to the pad for these uh, they made Drake look like a star in terms of the battle rap scene, which he should have got killed in by, by Meek, yeah, Mill. Meek Mill. Yeah, he should have been murdered. Meek Mill messed all the way. And that, that was the other joke What people were saying with, with uh, Remy Sheether was, you know, Nicki Minaj better not Meek Mill in situation. Mm-hmm. He took legit like a, a month and a half before he had anything and everything he put out was trash.
1: Actually, just one question. I have to throw you off. Mm-hmm. Do you think Meek Mill would have won if Nicki Minaj probably didn't tell him not to respond? Because it sounds like it's her. Yeah. It sounds like this This is the way she does her business.
2: Well, then that's the thing. But it, it's it's who you're going to listen to. You're going to listen to your girl. I mean, no disrespect to her. but You can listen to your girl who is signed to the same label as yeah. the dude that you're beefing with. Or you're going to listen to your, you know, your big homie, Rick Ross, who... He's got a little bit of beef, you know. We we'll yeah. probably mentioned talk about that later. But he's got some beef with, you know, Birdman and Cash yeah. Money, where he might have been the one to be like, all right, let's, let's put the battery in your back and really. Let we you need go to ride away. on these Yeah, spoons. yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Meek Mill. Meek Mill gets appointed to for uh using the I believe he used the Undertaker intro theme the on that? the one track. But yeah, yeah. he just, I mean, it was it, the the bars were so just haphazard and lackadaisical it was it was some of the worst retorts i've heard in terms of like you know battle
1: rap back and well, forth I, I don't recall because i heard it once so i don't it remember was, what it he was said the,
2: well because he had he had the undertaker track and i think he put out an ep that had like a couple of songs at least a couple of verses mm-hmm. that were specifically about drake but they were all forgettable yeah you know props to him for putting out an album eventually that made people you know so like okay meek Mill isn't dead but uh for, for that Philly boy with the braids who was spitting at everybody in the videos, it, go to YouTube and find Old Meek meal Freestyles at like 15, 16 yeah. years old or whatever. He was eating everybody. Yep, he was winning them all. And for him to not have a freestyle or something a week or so after Back to Back came out, I don't know, it's crazy. And again, Drake
1: just, he, he murdered it with being able to have people sing his diss at you. And once again, just like with Drake and Nicki, uh, uh, Remy Ma, mm. they bring us together on social media, and we're just one big family. And we're just having yeah. a good time. So that's yeah. that's what I like about those two disc records. Mm. Now, for our top five, I want to switch it up a little bit because Word. I think they need a little bit of conversation. So I want to say my top five, okay, and then I'm going to let you say your top five Word. because Word. it's some stories behind these five. Understood. Totally understood. So I'm going to just say my top five. Okay. Five for me is Ice Cube, no Vaseline. Okay. okay. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. For a disc record like that, when it came... I did, personally, I didn't know the impact of No Vaseline until I seen the movie. Yeah, yeah, and And so when they put their real emotions in there about how he had them on the couch, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. ready to really hurt, like, that's, how, like, that's a diss record. Word. Like, I don't know what Nicki Minaj was doing when she heard Sheether. I don't know what Meek Mill was doing when he heard Back to Back. I heard Jay-Z was stressed out on the couch when he heard Sheether. Oh, I mean, yeah, Ether. Yeah, ether. yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. It's what Beanie Siegel said. Mm-hmm. But to actually see them on their couch Bark. literally about to cry. Cause Ice Cube <laughs> <laughs> is Man. tearing them apart yes. in a way that has never well, that hasn't been done at that time. At that time, yeah. At that time mm-hmm. um, you know, was monumental to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why no Vaseline is in my top 5. I feel you. Number 4. Okay. And this is where it gets crazy.
2: Okay. I'm ready.
1: 4 through 1 changed so much. But I'm going to go with hit him up for number 4. Let me tell okay, you Okay. Okay. Hit him up to me for a long time was number 1. Mm-hmm. And I I realized that I had to take points from for Pop for a few reasons. Number 1, too many appearances. Yeah. 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 And I know that the goal was to put the outlaws on. Yeah. And he, he did. We yeah. know the Outlaws because it hit him up. We yeah. probably would have not known the Outlaws mm-hmm. if it wasn't for hit him Up. True. And just the best bars weren't bars. Yeah. You know, it was the ad libs at the end and exactly. the beginning. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. first off, fuck. Well, that that part was fire. <laughs> first off, fuck the bitch and it clicked. You yeah. can't. That's fire. Yeah. It is. But that's why I fucked you You know what I mean? Like when yeah. it comes on and then at the end. So it's just like. It was just a big ball of emotion that mm-hmm, if it was mm-hmm. orchestrated, like if, if Dr. Dre was there, he would have been like, all right, listen, Pop. <laughs> how about you? You, gotta, you might have got to turn I don't think we can put this out, Pop. Yeah, it come is, here for it. we yeah, going to talk in the other yeah, room a little bit. You got to edit this a little bit. And I just think that they just went in there drunk and high and they did anything. But yeah. it, was still, it was still huge. I just think that when you make a diss record, and like I say, for Sheether, mm-hmm. when she put seven minutes of pain into it, yeah. Pac might have put two minutes Word. into yeah, a yeah, five-minute yeah. song. I feel you. I so feel I had you. to take points away from Hit em Up. Mm. This is where it gets crazy.
2: Okay, I'm ready. Brace myself.
1: Number three and number two. I have to say them at the same time because they play in with each other, and everybody knows that this song won the battle to me mm-hmm. ether is number three let me tell you why mm-hmm. okay let me okay. tell you why okay i'm reading and i'm reading and i'm reading like let me figure something out that because i i thought ether was better than takeover because nas spent five minutes on jay-z where jay-z spent 90 seconds on oh, no. nas. Mm-hmm, if facts. you think about it listen yeah, to yeah, the yeah. verse mm-hmm. the verse is fire yeah but Nas spent five minutes, and I think Nas got the credit because he made a whole song dedicated to Jay Z. Jay Z mm-hmm. did not. Mm-hmm. What well, he did was super ugly. See how that came out. He can't do. I it. I mean, that <laughs> was yeah,
2: that was that was a little too much. A little yeah. too much. He had I, I believe he had to apologize for that. Was Mama even? Yeah, was Mama like, hit
1: him up. <laughs> now, but this is why Ether is number three and takeover is number two, even though I think Ether is better. Uh-huh. When I read it, it said Nas took on Jay Z. When I read Takeover, it said Jay-Z took on Nas and Prodigy. hmm For those of you who do not listen to Mob D, Prodigy was that nigga. Word, word. If it was not for Nas, Prodigy would have been the king of Queens. Facts. Facts. Prodigy was that guy and Jay-Z killed him. Yeah, early. Prodigy was not the same. No. At the Twinkle Toes. <laughs> he was not. Word. So when if 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 Nas would if biggie was still alive mm-hmm. i used to comparison if biggie was still alive and Nas this big and jay on ether like, oh yeah yeah he yeah. did it mm-hmm. but because jay-z battled Nas and Prodigy, i i cannot stress that enough for those of you who do not know who mob deep or listen to mob deep prodigy was that nigga, Word. and jay-z battled both the kings of queens Fast. on one record Fast. and for a few months Killed them both. Yeah. I didn't think Nas was coming back. 100%. Nas was done. 100%. Anybody see Nas? <laughs> he was on the milk carton. <laughs> and Prodigy came... use a bitch ass nigga. Like, yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah, you. P. Yeah. He, like he came back off emotion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like dog, this is not you Prodigy. We've heard you go in on people. We've Word. heard you go in on Keith Murray. Mm-hmm. We've heard you go in on so many other artists. The way he came back at Jay. was like, listen, Jay got you in you feelings, bro. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeover is my number two man. Mm. Because even though... Prodigy and Nas I'm sorry y'all Really gotta take that Into consideration <laughs> Yeah When I read that, it Nah I can't put Ether Over Takeover On this list I feel you I think Ether Won Nas the battle mm-hmm. But Takeover Alright I'm not Gonna keep going Into that My number one <laughs> Number one I'm ready Dog pound New York New York
2: Wow you. I had a feeling I had a feeling They was in New York <laughs> They was
1: in New York They kicked over New York buildings <laughs> What more do you want me True to do? D. You're
2: not wrong. You're Y'all not made
1: diss tracks in your studio, surrounded by your homies, <laughs> and made the video somewhere else. They came to New York. Word. When I heard the song, I'm walking to school and it was in middle school. Mm. The DJs, the New York DJs, had it on their mixtapes. Word, yeah. It was and a fire song. One of the song, one of the um I remember hearing it from cause one of the my boys had it, and they was listening to it. And they was like, well, I don't care. They ain't dissing us. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm sure everybody, even some people in New York. uh Excuse me. But Philly, mm-hmm. Jersey, D.E., we played it. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played it because it was fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they knew. Well, I was. No, I, was, I was, was dancing on y'all in New York. I was
2: thinking about that the other day. I mean, th- that hook. Because, I mean, they, they they flipped the old hook. I, I forget who. uh Oh, I can't. Th- i I'm, some might get food. I, like, yeah, I know the hook. I just can't, I can't think, think of, of what song, it is. They but but, did flip it, uh, they flipped it, and then you know, too much. Oh <laughs> my god,
1: everything too much. I, yo, it makes me want to start dancing yes. right now. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, that The was- beat was fire, mm-hmm. corrupt. Was even though he's for he's from Philly went to Cali he was Mm. spitting a New York Philly type of flow to me like he wasn't coming he was talking about that classical radical that was corrupt that
2: that was corrupt yeah (laughs) he was the one
1: rhyming magical classical (laughs) classical (laughs) that was corrupt so not only was corrupt with the bars Mm -hmm. dash with the beat Mm -hmm. Snoop with the hook Mm -hmm. oh my goodness New York. New York. They kicked buildings down. They went to the social wars. I think Snoop had a machete. Yeah,
2: something like that. Y'all yeah. don't
1: love us? Yeah. <laughs> what y'all want to do? This then then, then, Suge Knight got on stage. This bat. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> there to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. people are going to have their number one. But what the dog pound did was like nobody's gonna do any of that again, man. Word, None word. of that. I think Jadakiss might have went to Philly might've. and freestyled a diss to Beanie. So, it sounds about right. But they chased, but they out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was he wasn't yeah. winning over fans or that. That but yeah. And
2: Woo. I think the other interesting too thing with that too is the fact that uh, if I'm not mistaken, when they were filming that video in New York, there were there was some firearms. They got shot at. It. Yeah, yeah there's, some shit went down. So yeah. I mean, that just it was. In the middle of that huge rivalry between the two coasts, too much. That w- <laughs> I'm playing that when I leave here, yeah, riding the whip home Dude, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed yeah. That, man. I respect. I mean, I have a, a, a death row track in my top five.
1: Death row was disrespectful. Death row got to be on it. It,
2: it, it was. Just, it, it was too much, you know. Not the, the pun intended. Yeah, pun, pun intended. intended. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna go through my top five, and I, I'll break some of mine down as well. Um, one number five that I think a lot of people forget, cannabis, second round knockout.
1: Don't, don't,
0: don't, the
2: world know He me. had Mike, I mean, before he even started rapping, he had Mike Tyson out there talking about I want you to eat MCs. Yeah. Now, I mean, for for the story, for the people that don't remember why he went into this LL Cool J, if y'all remember that song four three two one. Yeah. It would be, Prodigy was on it. You know, mad people were on it on this LL track. Prodigy wasn't on that one. Was he was no, he was on another one. He was on another one. He was there. on Who
1: Shot You? Who Shot You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with yeah.
2: The, the other LL. So it was a bunch of people on 4321. Um was like Red Man was on
1: there? Red Man, Method Man, DMX, yeah. Master Cannabis.
2: I guess Cannabis, he had a bar, because LL had the microphone yeah. tatted on his arm, and Cannabis's bar was talking about, let me rip the mic from your arm. He did that on 4321. I don't think that verse ended up making the song. Nope. LL got pissed when he heard that cuz he thought Cannabis was dissing when Cannabis was just like, you know, trying to be on his lyrical shit or whatever. So Cannabis said, "Oh word? You 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 going to you going to do that or?" No, it, it was on I think it's on the record but LL threw a shot or something at him cuz he had the final rap yeah. after everybody spit. He said, "Oh word? You you got bars for me like mm-hmm. that." And he went off now, mind you, it was like only one of like
1: the three good songs on that cannabis oh, album that came out. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> ran downtown and got that tape and was so disappointed. It was you know, got listening to something ten times to make sure it's really trash, like, yeah, nah. yeah, it was real nah. trash.
2: It was it was that and that it get trash, retarded song. Get whatever. retarded was fire. That was that had the the, the radio blowing yeah. up. But not only did uh he <sighs> cannabis is the reason why I remember the day Biggie died. And it's in that song, the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. Mm. That's in Second Round Knockout. He talking about, you know, your wife getting on the horn called Mr. call Like, he <laughs> just had so many, it just, the whole thing made sense. You know, 90% of your fans were high heels. Like, he just went in on dude, just line for line for line. I mean, LL ended up getting him back, you know, on a, on, that, on that trash Did jacket. Did he really? I mean, he, he had, to, he responded. And I don't think cannabis could ever really... Get back at him the way he did. It's like his, his second round knockouts cool. Um, it's great for him, but he wasn't able to follow it up, not with a hit song or uh, with any. Because he he dissed him a couple times in the, in the future after that, but uh, they never they never held a candle to what he did on second round. Right. But uh, I don't know for for again for somebody to come out there and again he had Mike Tyson. They was eat, run, they eat, was running eat. in the sand in the video. It was too much. It was too much for me. Uh, <laughs> number four and again we talked about Death Row I was yeah. a huge Death Row fan Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg Dre Day mm, okay one. I mean you heard I mean especially if you watch Straight Out of Compton you know that uh, Dre and Easy had the issues I don't think they really got into it as deep as what we were hearing at the time but uh you know they were talking about how suge was you know rolled up in Easy es office with the bats and put got the goons to him to get dre out the contract all that craziness this not only was the song dre and snoop going at Easy e luther campbell and uh homeboy tim dog but they had the video. The video was what like really puts it up there for me. It's one thing that because a lot of diss tracks. There's an actual video. There's an, there is a, that video was in rotation. I don't think I've seen
1: the actual video. It was
2: it had it had the whole um the intro with the dude with the Jerry curls. I think he was a comedian. I want to say.
1: It. Oh, it was a it was a funny skit. It was it a funny was a, skit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I seen that. Yeah, I thought yeah. like the real VHS. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> it, I
2: mean, but but <clears throat> the fact that not only was your diss one of your hit singles, but the video where you're dissing the dude in it is playing all over MTV, Rap City, all that stuff all day. That, that says a lot. It does. That says a lot. Um, and I, I don't know, I just like, I like hearing Dre and Snoop go back and forth, especially when, you know, they talking about these, they don't give a fuck when yeah. it's time to really go in on somebody. Yeah. Luke's bending over, but Luke's getting stuff. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> craziness. I mean, you a lot of those bars at this point, people would just say no homo to because, yeah. you know, it's a lot of fellatio and, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of suck my D's. Yeah, the, all, the, the all, songs, that's, like, all okay, that stuff hi, going hi, on.
2: Yeah. But I mean, for what, 92, 91, 92, Chronic Era, they, they had that one on Smash. Um, number three. I had common bitching you. Okay. It's one of those records where uh you know again you got a guy that you don't think is really going to be able to come back especially when you know Yeah. Ice Cube with no Vaseline, you know the history of the West, you
1: know the, the West, West Side Connection was bullies.
2: Yeah, there was a bunch of it bullies. was bullies. My, my man would really <laughs> crip walk on stage like you know that that's that for people that think the crip walk is just something cool that Serena No, that means something yeah. to people who are yeah. in that life. Um Common didn't care. Common did not care and for people that thought Common was, you know, just like a conscious brother who uh could he, he was just about, you know, for empowerment and positivity. Nah, if it's for, if he's trying to get this shit off his chest and he needs these bars out, yeah. he's going to go in on you. And again, it was to the point where he went in on the on the West Side connection. They couldn't really top it. And I think all the other MCs were kind of like, "You know what? Let's let's let Common do his thing." Yeah. You know? we we can't touch what he's doing as an MC. And if he's ba- if he's got Three verses to dedicate to us mm-hmm. specifically, he's gonna murder us. So, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's not worry about Facts. that. So, shout to comment for doing that. Um, I, I low key want to hear somebody else go at him just so he can, you know, do a bitch yeah. to you too or something, you know, really end somebody's career. Um, you said him in twos, so I'm gonna say him in twos. Number two
1: is Ether, ah. number one is Takeover. Ah, um, so, yeah. so Takeover beats Ether on both our lists, yes, okay. and,
2: and I mean, Damn. it's. I, when, because this was what, TakeOver was 2001. I was not the biggest
1: Jay fan at the time. Me neither.
2: I remember there was a summer jam where he had Prodigy, you know, Twinkle Toes up Twinkly on the Ed. screen. And if you remember, he only dropped the first two verses. That's nice. At, he at,
1: don't
2: want to hold. He, he And that was it. When he said that. That was it. The place went bananas.
1: Damn. Shit.
2: And then he went because he was still working on blueprint. Then he went in and dropped the whole one, the whole verse, you know, the, the search line. Two of them shits is due. Like, you know, he he added that in after the fact. All opinion. Um, all opinion. All, all opinion. that's the thing, because I was I mean, Elmatic is is like at the at the top of my list of albums. I was a huge Nas fan. You know
1: what? Not we're going to keep going with you saying, but Word. just to spin off what you're saying, I think it was written was better than Illmatic. I'm
2: not mad at that. No, those two albums are great
1: albums. So when he says two of them just do one was, I'm like, this is nah. I can't yeah, yeah. Rock with
2: that. Again, this is this yeah. is you. This is not yeah. facts. Yeah. Um, but but he had enough people behind him to be like, damn, he might be right because
1: Nostradamus. You know, a lot of that. After a few listens. After a few. (laughs) I listened to a few times. You're like, wait, what? Nasha wasn't. Okay, all right. Nasha was his worst project. (laughs) All right, listen. And
2: and that was right. I mean, because you figured Nasha would have been like 99, 2000. Like two years later, Jay's coming out with Takeover. So in Damn, that, his
1: last album was Nas' so, and So he dissed him, and now you 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 came off your worst project. Yeah,
2: and oh, people dang. already writing him off. So it was it was dope. To I mean, and don't forget his Uchiwali verse was trash. Yeah, it, and, and Jay got into that too. But remember, I mean, after Takeover came out, Nas dropped he dropped that Stillmatic fr- or he dropped some freestyle, freestyle on Aurelio, yeah. and then he came with Ether. And I mean again people diss on the Ether beat itself but it's an iconic really a lot of people don't a lot of people didn't like that Remy Ma spit on it for uh Sheether a lot of people just they don't feel like the beat was dope enough but again if you're holding that up to takeover which is like don't, don't Damn, like, don't, don't, do this, don't do this don't it's it's <laughs> you know you, there's levels to it you know but Ether the beat itself did what it needed to do for the time um it's one of those things where I didn't know if Nas could Actually, go back at Jay yeah. after after Takeover, and I mean, just fuck Jay. He like he started it off on just like you know, fuck you. And I don't care what anybody says. No matter how much emotion he had in the track. He was spitting some real shit.
1: Yeah, one thing I heard is some idiot on Hot ninety seven Rosenberg said he doesn't like it because it was too emotional. Yeah, like I I didn't hear the emotion. Maybe because he said fuck Jay Z. Yeah, I yeah. think Ag's nice. he don't want to withhold was yeah. so monumental, but I think fuck Jay Z was one as well. Yeah, because yeah. these are things that we're not used to hearing. Word. word. You know I'm saying.
2: And, and and again, I mean, if you, if you want to you know flip it, it's one of those things where. Jay was owning how many summers at that point, you know, and he was he had already dropped the blueprint, which a lot of people still see as you know, if not one of his definitely, you know, his his top albums,
1: his top album, you know,
2: and it's you know, that that's undisputed for a lot of people. So to have Nas, who people thought was punched out coming in and being like, yo, I don't give a fuck. It was all for me for a guy who wasn't really in Jay like that. It was an anthem for me to be like damn, all this shit that I didn't like about Jay, nah, let put it in a trap. Yeah. You know, and really, I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas. Like, you know, there's so many memorable lines for me in there. I knew that song back to back, to, uh, front to back for a while. Um, but I think hindsight, you know, which, which is what we, you know, we're talking about stuff that happened 15, 16 years ago. Um, Takeover was ultimately the better song. You know, where Jay Jay had a good point in Takeover. Nas fans don't want
1: to admit that they don't it's, they it's, don't. It's hard to admit that. No,
2: it's it's it was you know, it's one of those things where like you know if Jay hadn't come at Nas, Nas wouldn't have had that resurgence in his career. But damn, you ha- you it's facts. But you it's have facts. you have to pay tribute to the song that did it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he had a key in that he you know talking about how he used the not you was using it wrong I bet you made it a hot
1: line I made yeah, it a hot song JG's like he's a slick talker man that, I, I would hate to go into a war of words with him man nah, you can't he, do that you yeah, hurt your feelings
2: exactly exactly he uh it was just I mean I think some of when you when you do the knowledge on some of it some of the the bars don't really aren't really 100% accurate again like you spoke with the uh the um the the way he was talking about his albums it was funny because in the time span that Jay was looking at. He said Nas had um, ten years, and Jay said he only had five,
1: which was a lie.
2: Yeah, because he, he was looking at Nas from when Nas first came out, freestyle. Yeah. yeah, he was. Jay was looking at himself from like Dead President era,
1: and that ain't fair. And Jay, because you was run- the Fuchsnickers, exactly. So stuck, like, so yeah, so yeah, you're right. I'm glad you made that point because a lot of people say Ether lost because it was all lies. But if you actually listen to his takeover verse, yeah. it's his opinion mixed with lies. Exactly. He yeah. didn't say nothing. The Only thing he said that he smashed his girl. Um, I mean, his baby mom. Yeah, and hey that's that. It, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But as far as all of that, user lame—that's your opinion, Jay. Exactly, <clears> exactly.
2: <throat> but I mean, it's it's one of the again, it, it's the same thing with uh, tracks like Dre Day and Back to Back. If you make a song that is just so it feels so anthemic, to the point where it's people are just requesting to hear the song in the club because it's hot, and it ends up being a, like a scathing diss at someone else. That that takes a lot. That that takes a lot, and it it, it makes it mean something more than you know. I don't want to say a throwaway, but like a in you or like a, a a nail in the coffin. Where these are great tracks, but these are probably more album cuts that you know reveal something a little deeper than your hit single that is pointed directly at you know, like you said, you know Nas and Prodigy.
1: The double whammy. It was. <sighs> we, we talking Nas? Like people got to look at it like that. Nas and Prodigy. Like I said, if you're not a Prodigy fan you missing out he was Word. he was one of the illest and if it wasn't for Nas he would have been king of New York I mean king of Queens bro like, I'm telling you all that Facts. um Okay, so that was our top 10 list. Let us know. Yeah, make y'all list and let us know what y'all think about it. Right. Um, I, I know I'm going to get a little flat for mine, but <laughs> I want y'all to make your own list. Use hashtag 700blockpod and, um, you know, I'll retweet them. Right. Um, 20 years ago, not mm-hmm. to this day, but March 9th, um, we lost the Notorious B.I.G. Uh, I was about 13 years old. Yeah, about I same, don't man. really think it registered with me what was really going on, but I did know somebody died. And yeah, I knew yeah, that yeah. one of the rappers died. Um. But I just want to take a little time out to... Um, we're going to shout out our top five Biggie songs. Word. Right. Um, I'll go first again. Okay. Um, the Notorious B.I.G. Top five. Number five. Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm. Off the double album. Let me tell you something. When I found out that The RZA produced that song... Yeah. The RZA is one of my favorite artists. And I, I was one of them guys who never thought Groups were supposed to get along. I always yeah, thought yeah, Wu Tang yeah. and Bad Boy had a rivalry, even though they was doing music together. Yeah, but I mean, there was there was some local. It was some competitive there. friction, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was told from a little birdie that this beat was a favor because it was just some behind the scenes stuff going on. Mm. So in order to make matters happy, RZA had to give up a beat. It makes sense. Because <laughs> I think sense. that it was a it it was just and. I don't think it has something to do with the Raekwon ghost thing. I think they might have patched things up mm. already, but it was just you know it's bad boy and Wu Tang.
2: Well, I th- I, th- I think I mean not to cut you off, but I think there was beef or there was some type of animosity when Big uh, Big got Meth Man on, um, the what? You didn't like. That. It met Meth. Kind of, I ever heard an interview. Meth was kind of like I just dipped out to go record this to come back, and when they start they saw it on the album, they were kind of like.
1: Yeah, what what are you doing? You know what I mean. To spin off that, Mm. I'm gonna just tell you how much of bullies Raekwon and Ghostface are to me. Like they, it it was them two who Mm. said Nas was cool. But here's my thing: Why is it that you get to choose? Who we hang out with? Like no, Meth. You can't hang out with Big. Yeah. Listen, Nas is cool. I like Nas, so Nas is our friend. Like you can't tell me. What the hell is y'all? You can't tell me. Man, they just—they was bullies, man. Quirk. But yeah, Long Kiss night because it was Quirk. produced by the RZA, and that was actually a diss record to Tupac.
2: Yeah, a lot, a lot of subtle bars. Yeah.
1: Uh, Puffy said it wasn't, but I know he's lying. Yeah,
2: I can't believe anything Puff says about any of this.
1: Number four, I'm gonna gotta go with Juicy, man. Mm. I think that's a lot of people's favorite, but um know, I'm going to go with Juicy. Mm-hmm. Number three is Big Papa. Ah, That's classic. my joint, man. When it come on, man, I'll be visualizing. I'm Big like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hook. Because if you actually think about Big and if you saw the movie Notorious, mm-hmm. he wasn't really into the song creating. Yeah. So if you know that he really wasn't into song creating, but he created this. Word. You gotta give lyricists credit when they come up with a fire hook. Yeah. And yeah. that's why this means more to me. Cause, like, yo, for you to flip that like that, mm. and you just come straight off the block battling with bars, Word. and you can make a song, yeah. I gotta give you credit for that. Number two is hypnotize. Mm. Uh, <laughs> when that joint come on, <laughs> boom, boom, stunk, man. Too much. When that song comes on, mm-hmm. that would be my number one if it wasn't for my number one. Word, I feel you. My number one is,
2: uh-uh.
1: uh oh. Uh oh. And let me explain why it's number one. Okay. One more chance remix. Okay. I I, I respect that. Biggie had every woman in the world begging him <laughs> for another chance. If you don't like that, every hot chick that was in the game, word. Biggie, please, word, take word. me back. And they were literally in the video. Literally. <laughs> and the, listen, he had the brats. Yeah. Who yeah. don't like men? No. And she wasn't singing it, but she was in the video humming it.
2: She wanted one more chance. She wanted one more chance.
1: <laughs> the brat wanted one more chance, damn it. Like, come on. Did, did he, have, he had faith in the bed. Yes. I got yes. my wife in the bed on the phone. And my jacuzzi, like like, like 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 silk, <laughs> silk bathing uh, uh night clothes. I got faith in the bed. And I got every woman in the world at this party begging me for another chance. Word. Biggie, Notorious, Notorious B.I.G., One More Chance is my number one Biggie song,
2: man. I respect it. I respect it. I also respect, because we've got totally different top five.
1: Every song's different? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's.
2: I, but I think it's. it speaks to the fact, you know, like you were saying, you know, he was a guy that could be on the block and then go into the studio and pull out a Big Papa. You know, he yeah. had that real duality with him. I personally like some of them, because every March night, I have like a, a playlist I have to listen to and while I will listen to all of the the hit Junior Mafia well the two hit Junior Mafia songs, um, <laughs> two, two songs. <laughs> I mean for if we're being honest you yeah. know Conspiracy wasn't terrible but it had two bangers on it um, and you know a lot of his hits but there's like certain tracks I have to hear like Who Shot You? that'll be my top okay, five okay yeah, yeah Um, it was the beat is just bananas I just ding ding it, it just right. it, it has me it like just I, I could hear it just start, you know, nodding my head, but it was just I don't know who he was talking to. I mean I know who well, he was talking to. Allegedly. But allegedly that was a that was going right at Pac. But uh, you know, he didn't say nobody's name, but it sounded like he was ready to, you know, go at your whole entire crew. Mm-hmm. You know, I I lyrically he was just the Don. Um this song is real depressing. Really depressing. Might be the most depressing big song ever. But uh, it, number four is going to be Suicidal Thoughts. Okay. Okay. It was for all of the... Especially on that album. For, you know, the tracks like the Big Papas and the Juicies where you hear about his come up, you know, mm-hmm. being, being put on or whatever. And to still know that in his head, you know, in that 3 a.m. hour when, you know, he's coming off the weed or whatever. And he's got to think about, you know, where the yeah. money's coming in tomorrow. There's a lot of people that are going through stuff like that, and I think he really, as a, as a songwriter, he really took all those emotions, and you know, with you know, him sounding like he's talking to Puffy, yeah, and Puffy on the phone, like you know, man, you crazy, da 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 da, and I mean, it's it's a really dark and disturbing song, but I think. It showed me something, especially in terms of rappers who rap about you know, money, cash, hopes, yeah. all that stuff. He there was a different layer to him, and I think tracks like that, even if he was really feeling like that, if he wasn't, whatever. But you know, there's people that go through that; they don't really put that on wax. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, just because I love the record, is it's "Partying Bullshit." Okay, that's uh, it's
1: you got some bangers on your. I head, mean, yeah. it's
2: it's uh, like I said, you know, I'm I'm more of a, a a deep cut Biggie type guy. Um, that was him with his high pitched voice. Yeah, you know, the beat is bananas. Um, uh-huh. it was dope to see in the Notorious movie that they made sure they did the part where you know, and then a fucking fight broke yeah, out, yeah. and then they yeah. had everybody go right. on the stage. Um, you know, it's it again, it's just him thinking differently with uh with his craft. Uh, number two, I got a story to tell. Okay. Um, primarily because for years people were trying to figure out who yeah, that Nick know. was. Now we know. Now we know. Um, and the thing is, even if we even if it wasn't a true story, the fact that he could write something that would make us believe that that was something that actually happened, it, it just it sounded so perfect. And then the key to that is he drops the whole verse and then spends the last two minutes of the track. Talking to his boys about it, mm-hmm. like like he literally got out the booth and was like, "All right, what'd you do today?" Well, I was telling this story about this time. Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. Di- again, just, just no, way- no.
1: I I definitely get what you come get where you coming from because mm-hmm. I be saying stuff like that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like look, like I said about the Big Papa joint. Like mm-hmm. for him to just be straight gritty and then come up with this type of songs. Like I appreciate the effort that I know it took for you to make that. That's so, true. when he was creative mm-hmm. on that song right there because mm-hmm. when we first heard, I got a story to tell. We was all like even at the age that we were at, yeah, yeah, yeah. like 12, 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old, like, man, this story sounds
2: mad real. Yeah. Like, did this really happen? <laughs> you could see it. Yeah. it you could see it. Um, and I mean, it's not too many uh, storytelling, t- storytelling MCs out there anymore. Um, my number one, you, talk, you spoke earlier, or, you know, talking about, you know, we, I think we spoke off mic about uh, you know tracks being put on there just because the producer's banging. Uh, unbelievable off the first yeah, album. Don't don't um, pre- I, I think premiere. I read an article the other day. Premier only got paid like five G's for that just because it, it came at the very end of the album. He said Big wanted him to put those drums on there. He was the one that came up with the idea of scratching the, the R Kelly on the tr- on the hook. And it's just when I think of just straight up witty. Raw Biggie Bars, that's the one I go to, you know, it's just perfect, it's it, it's my favorite track on
1: that album, and my favorite Biggie track ever. That's what's up, yeah, yeah. Our, our list was different, you know, I respect that- it though. Yeah, but I like your list, because Unbelievable is one of my favorite songs. But I was just listening to... Um, because all week, I was listening to, like, the, just the best of big. Work, work. And, I, and you know, like, these songs were on. I'm like, you know, when when uh, One More Chance came on, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is it. Hey, you know, you'd be surprised, you know, that we've already went 56 minutes. Damn, yeah. yeah we might not have time to talk about the other stuff. It's cool, though. I mean, do, do we have time to talk about at least one of them? What you want to go with, Bow Wow or Rick Ross or Drake? <sighs> I feel like...
2: I feel like we might need to, if we we're going to talk about the spirit of good music it might make sense to talk about Rick Ross and Drake only because those projects just came out
1: okay well let's talk about Rick Ross and Drake um, this is this is Sunday mm-hmm. um, More Life dropped um, yesterday which yeah. is Saturday I think I might put this episode out on Monday so right. More Life dropped um, on Saturday I believe and I was listening to it Rick Ross that um, came out the day before I can't before. think of the name of his album uh, Rather You Than Me Rather Lee. You Than Me he always got a dope title to his Epic, album. You know? He just, like, he be thinking about stuff. Like, what do you be thinking about when you be coming up with these titles? And he dropped Friday. Yeah. Um, I actually gave that album a few spins. See, I haven't, his, I haven't been
2: able to listen to all of it
1: yet, sadly, because I hear it's good. So what do you think of the um, Birdman, quote, unquote, this?
2: Idols Become Rivals. I mean, Idols Become Rivals. it's, again, it's one of those things where I believe Ross has, he's been talking... Openly about how he feels about the Birdman and Lil Wayne situation for a while, like, yeah. yeah,
1: for like the last year or two, yeah. I think this song caught people off guard; they didn't know, but I knew he yeah, he. yeah, yeah, it's
2: it's it's been on his mind. It's just one of those things where he finally said, "I'm gonna put you know put it down on wax or whatever," and he was talking some real stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Espe- especially for people that have been thinking, you know, is Birdman a snake? You know, is he really? You know, it's, and it's not just like he's not paying producers, but like he calls Lil Wayne his son. You know, he has the outro where he's talking about Khaled. Khaled and Birdman, Khaled put out three of his, you know, biggest albums with Cash Money. You know, these are like really deep, seemingly relationships that he's speaking about. Um, And it's interesting to hear, you know, that stuff be put on wax. Especially now when we're talking in an era of, uh, you know, talking about diss tracks earlier. It's not the biggest diss track. But it's a lot he of probably
1: won't even make the top fifty. Like no, nah, not at all, 40. not at
2: all. But it's there's a lot of you, you can feel like you know the real emotion behind what he's saying. I respect that, and I mean you know, Ross Albums is going to be fire no matter what. Like he's got a way of doing his projects.
1: Yeah. The, see, my my thing is this: if Rick Ross didn't tell us, we wouldn't know. Cause Little Wayne just seems to be out of it. Word. Like when we Haven't even heard him really say what the issue is, right? Like, he just, yeah,
2: no, no, he, I, I, I believe it's talking about Carter Five, but I feel yeah, like, yeah, but isn't
1: that all he keeps saying? Like, dog, go into detail, yeah. into why Birdman won't release your Carter Five, you Word, know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, what I'm saying is, I don't know if Wayne can have a conversation with you and actually say, Word. hey, this is what's bothering me, yeah, because what I heard was when he heard the Rick Ross song, mm. he tweeted, yo, thanks for having my back, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. but if this is how you felt, why you ain't never yeah, said, like, you're, you're
2: arguing, I mean, not even arguably, you're a a rapper than Rick Ross, you could probably put right. a whole mixtape about all that stuff.
1: But I think he did. He just didn't go into detail. I think one of his mixtapes was about it, but he just like "fuck cash money" and then he yeah. goes back to his rambling. <laughs> we need more from you. you we we need can't, you can't to just focus. Stand. you can't just say "fuck cash money." Like we want to hear what you have. Like what. Happened, you Word. understand what I'm saying? Word. And Rick Ross made a lot of great points about. Listen, Birdman, you touched a half a billion. You've always talked about how much money you got. Word. You know what I'm saying? Word. So if Wayne needs fifty million for his album, give it to him. It's Little Wayne. Will, there would be no Cash Money, no yeah. Young Money without Little Wayne.
2: He's the one that is. He's he's closer associated to Drake and Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj than Birdman is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's Cash Money, Young Money right there. Um, but and I if th- he's smart, mm-hmm.
1: he would keep Wayne cool because Drake and Nicki like Wayne.
2: Yeah, they're, more, they're again, they're, right? They're, they associate with him so, more.
1: So if you know the the big prize is Drake and Nicki, yeah. Because let's face it, Wayne ain't the Wayne that he was. Yeah, no, and and, and little twists and all them people ain't putting out yeah. music. Nope, so. yeah. So if you know that in order to make Drake and Nicki happy, I need to take care of Wayne, Word. then let Wayne put out whatever he wants to put out because Word. your real prize is Drake. Yeah, Drake is running it right now. Facts, you see facts, what I'm saying? Facts. So now think about it. Look what happened with Drake when when, when little Wayne separated himself. You don't yeah. really see young. He says it. Yeah, but, you're but you see don't him with him. see them. We don't see him with them. Like he yeah. does his own thing. He's like an Apple artist now. Facts. He's, facts. A, he's Apple Records.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> and it's funny because you know, you know, not not to jump ahead, but you know, more life came out, and uh, Drake had Lil Wayne on like an intro, but there's no real like, he's he's messing with his own group of people. Yeah. He's doing his own. He still has the respect, and I mean, you know. When Nikki dropped the track where she finally responded to uh to Remy Ma, it was on a song with Drake and Lil Wayne, but that was like the first time they were actually in photos together for yeah. a, a long while. So yeah, Drake's doing his own thing, but if Drake feels a kinship to Lil Wayne,
1: which and, yeah. and, and
2: that's your money
1: maker, Burman should be like, All right, let's at least Wayne, you can get anything you want. does ah. it even matter at this point. Yeah, like yeah. I like, okay, you don't give Wayne forty to fifty million, whatever it's he wanted. What have you done? Since the quarter five has not dropped, besides Drake, I think Drake Drake is still giving Cash Money money. Yeah, I mean, in terms even more life is like Cash Money records.
2: Facts. Yeah. Well, that that was the thing. Even with um, what was it? If you're if you're hearing this is too late or whatever yep. the title is, um, there was a dispute about if that was going to be on Cash Money, and that was like two years ago, um, and it ended up being a Cash Money, whatever I forget what the the album situation was, but uh, he's still technically Cash Money at this time. I don't know what his how many projects he has left. It, but he doesn't need them. You know what I mean? Birdman and Lil Wayne, if they want to make money, they're going to need them at some
1: point. Yeah. So And, at, and I, I think what people don't know also is young money is cash money. Yeah, pretty much. All pretty they much. did was... Fake put Wayne at the head. Wayne's not the head of nothing.
2: And who, know, who knows if they were beefing and that was like, uh, you know, a little olive branch that Burbank gave them. I mean, that's all speculation. I'm not right, right, facts, right.
1: Because right. we remember when Cash Money, everybody was leaving. Yeah. And then Wayne was really going to go to uh, Rockefeller a long time a ago. A long time ago. Him and, and, and then JM. all of a sudden, Wayne becomes president of Cash Money. Exactly. So, yeah, he threw Wayne a bone just to say don't leave. But, you know, Wayne wanted to leave a long time ago, man. Right. Um... I heard more life a little bit. It was mm. it was streaming, and it's definitely better than views. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. More more energy to it, and you know, I'm definitely once it drops. I I, I don't know if it officially dropped. I, I know, think it's out. It, yeah. yeah, okay.
2: I, I think they um he did OVO Sound Radio Saturday night where it was literally just playing the album, and I think before because it's a it's it's a long ass album. It's like twenty two songs or whatever. I like it. Um, I think before, like around track nineteen or twenty, it hit all the um the sites, so you could actually grab it um now. Um, it's. I think the rapping Drake on this, I like it more than the singing Drake. Yeah. But the tracks where he's singing, they sound like they're going to be playing out in the streets for the next couple right. of months, at least until late summer.
1: I definitely agree with that, because I'm listening to it, and it was a long stream, because I was getting in and out of cars. Yeah. And then I'm getting back, things still on? cool, because <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm a- yeah, because I'm in the um stores like I'm missing more life, I'm missing more life, but yeah, I got yeah. the car, still playing. It was okay. still on, yeah. Great. I need riding music. <laughs> um and it's it's dope, and I think he needed to put that out to get mm. the views, um, um, the taste out of his mouth because I think he heard the criticism. Yeah. And you know, Drake is a great artist, whether he writes them or not, he's the one that delivers it and he's mm. the face. Listen, man, you gotta look a certain way. You yeah. gotta carry yourself a certain way. If you Got the bars But you're not presentable Exactly You know what I'm saying People aren't going to Really want to mess with you And that's why Drake Is like the, the best out Because he's a Total package Of a presentation 100% He wins 100%. his battles
2: Yeah And it's it's funny to hear I mean not, again Not to cut you off yeah. But it's funny to hear He had one line early on I forget the song But he said something about How you let a guy Who they say Had a ghost rider Turn you into a ghost Damn Yeah yeah, that was one of the early bars. I'm like, okay. he he, And that
1: was literally all he said about Meek Mill. If but he had to. If Drake has a ghostwriter, I don't care. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. I tell people all the time, man, when you become big like that, you're mm. either going to steal somebody's ideas. It said Jace is still um, Neef. Ideas, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, yeah. give it to me. Yeah. That was Neef's song. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You see what I'm saying? But okay, let me take that hook and I'm gonna add my verses. I'm not saying Jay didn't write his own rap. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I'm touring. I'm doing so many things. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to construct a song for me, and yeah. then I'll come in and say, you know what? That's mine. Yeah, I'm and, taking it.
2: And I guess, as, as and realistically, as long as the paper's correct, because I mean, oh yeah oh, know, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, as long as as long as a guy gets a writing credit, publishing, whatever. That's how it's done, you know. We people aren't looking at Beyonce like Beyonce. You wrote every song on this. Was you in there punching up the drums right. or whatever? She goes in there. She has an idea. She puts her flavor on it, and then she's going to be the one doing the world tour. Yeah, it's just how it
1: goes because it's Beyonce. Exactly. If you can take all those writers and put them next to give me another singer.
2: Uh Adele. Adele.
1: Or, Adele. Well, not Adele. She's 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 huge. Uh, but you can put. Everything Beyonce does and give that to another artist. Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. There you go. (laughs) And it ain't going to be the same. Exactly. But because it's Beyonce, Mm. they'll say, you know what? That's a terrible song. Like, I've heard people say that the Lemonade was a terrible album. Oh, wow. But then they heard it and they was like, okay, they like it because they so used to um, put a ring on it. Mm -hmm, type anthems. mm -hmm, I don't think mm -hmm. Lemonade had those anthems. No, no, no. But because it was Beyonce, they was able to give it more listens. Word, word. If that was Keisha Cole. What type of fracking knackle yeah, trash is yeah. this? And they would have never gave it another shot. Work. Because it's Beyonce. You mm, know what? Mm, and that's how Views was with yeah. Drake. This is trash, but let me keep listening. it has yeah. got to be something on here. Yeah, and then you yeah. keep listening. Like, okay, you know what? It ain't bad. Control life. <laughs> control life. <laughs> that's all he
2: really needed was like one or two big records. But uh, I, I think Views has got all, I mean, not Views. More Life's got a, it's got a couple of, it, it's, it's. Um, he didn't call it a mixtape. didn't call it an album. It's a Playlist. So right, right. It's, it's, it's able to Because there were people on Twitter Like oh you know it bounces around so much But that's the point It wasn't about one particular feel or focus It was just a bunch of records that he had You know what
1: on. that's why when I went to Apple Music To look for it I couldn't find the album, but I saw the songs. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I think they're all officially credited as Drake songs with everybody else being featured on them. But it's called More Life, a playlist by October Firm. I don't know if October right, Firm is, right. is okay. what they're calling themselves or whatever now. I was um, making sure
1: I wasn't crazy. No,
2: nah, yeah. Because I was looking for it last night, too. And it's. It, you, I don't think you can just search Drake More Life because it's, it's uh, titled a different way. But. I appreciate you coming by. Oh, no doubt. Thanks for having me. How was it? Ah, This was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it did. I, I don't want to say I'm a nervous dude, but you know, you never know what, what where you're going and who you're gonna be around. I'm um, especially if you know you never right, really, right. you know face to face with people. But this was cool. I, anytime you want me to come through, let me know. I'm got goddamn right. I'm yeah I man,
1: you complex senior editor, you know what I mean? One day when I blow up, you're gonna be writing articles about me, man. Yeah, I say man. no more. As, as long as I can get the first interview. You got you got it. You got it. First interview, you got it, man. You and me. I'm gonna hit you up. Listen, come interview me. I just got a deal. You know what I mean? I'm famous now and I want you to do the interview, man. Let me know, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, so before we get out of here, man, once again, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, share it with your friends, and we're about to play this week's Dope or Nope. God damn it, I can't find this guy's name. Oh yeah, there it is. This week's Dope or Nope. The song is called Thoughts I'm Thinking, and it's from nevlac Lamage. God damn it, if I'm saying it wrong, my bad, bro. You know what I mean? I tried to practice before I got here. Yeah, he did. No, he did. I, I can attest to that. Yeah. nevlac Lamage. I'm going to say it quick so this when he don't know if I'm messing <laughs> up or <with it. laughs> And the song's called Thoughts I'm thinking.
0: These the thoughts I think when I'm thinking when I'm when I'm smoking when I'm drinking when I'm flowin' when I'm flowing when I'm saying when I'm when I'm stroking when I'm dreaming These the thoughts I think when I'm thinking when I'm smoking, when I'm drinking, when I'm flowing, when I'm sinking, when, when I'm stroking, when I'm dreaming. Life is like a box of chocolates, feeding all the starving artists, fattening them up for the harvest, stand still, pose for the target. Sell your soul if you want the market, sell your body if you want the profit. Close your eyes if you want the honors, you won't see them shits regardless. If you want attention, slit your wrist, the hurt is harmless. That's the logic that'll lead a whole culture armless. Don't mind me, I'm just being honest, eyes low, I'm really trying to see nirvana, American volant, full clipping of a vulva, I'm steady steaming, the Sony in the sauna, I'm already reading, studying the fathers, otherwise how would I relate to the fauna, I burn flora to keep me calm, when I'm in the lab and it's time to prep these bombs, that's word to moms. I think I got a gift with these curses, these hexes and charms. I'm winking at the fortune teller as she reads my palm. Her eyes went wide with surprise and alarm. I think she saw what happens to the cattle at the farm. At the farm. At the farm. These are thoughts I think when I'm thinking. When I'm smoking. When I'm drinking. When I'm flowing. When I'm saying, When I'm stroking. When I'm dreaming. The thoughts I think when I'm thinking, when I'm smoking, when I'm smoking smoke when I'm when when I'm flow when I'm flowing when I'm saying when I'm saying when I'm stroking, when I'm dreaming apocalyptic dreams meteors and ice storms erupting volcanoes rage all night long hellfire blizzards acid rain hurricanes trump everything after 2017 even a punk could put a king in check we just living in times where we ain't seen it yet. it seems it's just our time to pre and flex they grabbing pussies i wonder if my penis next they going live it don't matter what the platform 500 likes please clap form. 500 comments in the chat form 15th minute pass okay i'm guessing it's a rap form so, what do you do when the clicks ain't clicking? Murder chickens in the closet for attention. Hope them tweets get louder with each and every mention. And fall face black trying to reach a new dimension. Shit, these the thoughts I think when I'm thinking. When I'm smoking. When I'm trying. When I'm flowing. When I'm sane. When I'm stroking. When I'm dreaming. These the thoughts I think when I'm thinking. When I'm smoking, when I'm drinking, when I'm floating, when I'm sinking, when I'm stroking, when I'm dreaming I'm throwing up all the thoughts in my head, I'm seeing red, because of some shit I just read But that's the risk you run when you like to read, I like to smoke weed, experimenting with it A nigga trying to OD, I remember back in 03 Purple cap and gown on that stage speaking. Never thought that I'd be rapping now. Jacking in the shower to disguise these fapping sounds. Uh, I'm clean. I'm feeling myself. Plus it give me a chance to work on my stealth. Tiptoeing to the kitchen, midnight. About to face this crisis, now I wait till midlife Middle finger to procrastination Got some doubts that are sure to test the past's patience Grim or water chewed me out, massive mastication Water sworn his tattoo was the mark of Satan Not politically correct, I know the sponsors hate it nivlac lac the constant conversation Promoting fornication with these rhyming animations Starving literal artists These lyrics be the brush that I paint with And these the thoughts I think when I'm thinking When I'm smoking, when I'm drinking, when I'm floating, when I'm sinking, when I'm stroking, when I'm dreaming.